We're glad you're listening to Rhema for Today. Why, you know God didn't heal him. He don't do things like that nowadays. But Dr. Roberts, who's a member of the same church, the, the doctor, the medical doctor who's, a, who's in the same church, said it's a miracle of God. God worked a miracle. Praise God. But the pastor said the poor boy stayed in bed. Why didn't I see if he'd have come what he'd have told me, don't you? And I'd have believed him. I would have believed him and died. Welcome to Rama for Today. Kenneth E. Hagan continues his teaching, The ABCs of Bible Faith. Also, later in today's program, I'll tell you about this month's special radio offer. Right now, let's join Kenneth E. Hagan for today's message. But you see, as a pastor, we, we, I, had a, I pastored 12 years, and, and only the last church I pastored did I have a study in the church, a room, you see, pastors study. I had a desk in the corner of the living room or in the corner of the bedroom most of the time, a desk and books and a bookcase in the corner of the living room, see. And I'm studying, you know, and maybe some of the members come to visit. She'd, they'd knock on the door. She'd open the door. They'd talk. I'd never even look up, never even speak to them. They'd be there an hour and I'd never speak to them. She'd say, honey, some of them think I'm pretty good at that yet. But uh, that, I don't know why. I don't try to be that way. I try not to be. I, I've changed. You know, I'd, I'd give up on it if I didn't see how far I've come. <laughs> My wife bound to receive a rich reward in heaven because I'm one of the most peculiar fellows you've ever seen. Her and the Lord together has done a good job on me. Well, anyway, where were we? I mean, when we got into all that mess. Anybody remember where we were? Yeah, talk to Grandpa. I just wanted to see if you knew. I knew all the time. <laughs> Amen. Now, I did get a little bit of hope from Grandpa. I asked Grandpa, and like I said, he wouldn't talk much, but he, but he didn't talk to me. And so I asked him one time, just began to ask him a few questions, because I had begun to get a hold of a few scriptures. Now, like Mark 11, 23, and 24. And I'd been meditating on it for months, 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 and thinking about it. And Grandpa said, well, now, son, I'm going to be honest with you. I never have agreed even with the people where I've gone to church. He said, I believe that if you have faith, and I believe you can have faith, that you can even walk on water nowadays, like Peter did. Well, I wasn't interested in walking on water, but I was interested in getting over that bed. And I just said to myself real quickly, well, if that's the case, I'm going to be one of them that's going to do it. Hallelujah. Praise God. But then the devil... Oh, that devil is a meanie. He wants to keep you sick. He's the one that caused it to begin. He wants to keep you bedfast. And, 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 and to my mind, I had all kinds of trouble between my heart and my mind. Here and here, you see. Until you get your mind renewed with the Word of God, you'll, you'll have it. And so I'd come back to Mark eleven twenty four. What things shall you desire when you pray? Believe and receive them and you'll have them. And the devil would say to me, something would say to my, like a voice speaking, to me just as real, though I knew it wasn't audible, and yet it was just as real as somebody speaking audible. Now that doesn't mean what things soever you desire, you know, like healing, because that's been done away with, or material or financial blessing. All that means is what things soever you desire spiritually. See, some folks of the devil want to spiritualize everything. What things ever you desire spiritually when you pray, believe you'll receive them. So he put the light out. 
Well, I decided then that I'd get my pastor to come. I know he'd know what that verse means. And I'd been bedfast, you see, for six months and he hadn't come. But, but I asked Granny, would she go? He just lived two blocks of where we live. And so she went there and rang the doorbell and asked Dr. C. And told him about it. He remembered me, you know. And she told him, of course, what all the doctors said, that I had to die. Well, Miss Drake, he said, I've got to go to Dallas today. And then tomorrow I'm real busy. She went on a Tuesday. I could come Thursday. Thursday is the first day I could come. Well, she said, that'd be fine. And he said, now, what time of the day would be the best time? And so she said, because she's telling me what she told me. She said, well, his mother bathes him about 8 or 8.30 in the morning. And he's the most alert then. From about 10 or 10.30 on, he just lies there like he's in a stupor. And I did. I couldn't contact folks. And so he said, well, it's just right around the corner here, just a couple of blocks. I'll come around there at 8.30 Thursday morning. Well, thank God he never did come. <laughs> now, I cried. Now, listen to me real carefully. I cried three days and nights because he didn't come and had an awful headache, a dark brown headache. Thank God that's the last one I've ever had. But I cried three days and nights because he didn't come. But I learned a great lesson. Things that you cry about today, you'll laugh about tomorrow. The majority of time. You see, you say, why do you say that? Well, after I was healed and raised up from the bed of sickness, I went right back to the same church, didn't know where else to go. Gave him a testimony. You know, to individuals, they didn't have testimony services in that church where you stood up and testified. But the pastor said, the poor boy stayed in bed so long it affected his mind. Why, you know God didn't heal him. He don't do things like that nowadays. But Dr. Roberts, who's a member of the same church, the, the doctor, the medical doctor who's, a, who's in the same church, said it's a miracle of God. God worked a miracle. Praise God. But the pastor said, the poor boy stayed in bed. Why they see if he had come, what he'd have told me, don't you? And I'd have believed him. I would have believed him and died. But thank God he didn't come. Well, after those three days and nights of me bawling and squalling and crying and with a dark brown headache, my grandmother said, well, now, son, now, see, Granny belonged to another church yet. Me and Mama belonged to one church and, and Granny belonged to another one, you see. But she said, I'll tell you what I'll do. I'll walk down here in the north part of town to Reverend so-and-so. He's a a minister and a pastor of the same denomination, not the church I was, you know, the, the local congregation I was a member of, but the same denomination. And he'll, I, I've got confidence in him, Granny said, he'll come to see you. Well, she walked away down there in the north part of town, elderly, nearly 70 years of age, no means of transportation, you know, buses like they are today in that same town, walked. And he said he'd come. Thank God he never did come. Well, I decided then, see, what I'm going to do is ask him, what does Mark 11, 23, 24 mean? What does it say? Does it mean what it says? If it does, I'm coming off of this bed. But they didn't come. So you can't, I, I didn't have any preacher to ask. And I had faith, you know, in my kind of preachers. And so my aunt said that her pastor would come. Well, I didn't much believe he would. Not after my pastor and the other preacher of my denomination didn't come. But my aunt came in one day with a report. She said, uh, I, uh, I talked to Dr. W., her pastor. Another church yet. Another denomination yet. 
And I asked him if he remembered my little nephew. You see, when I went to live with Grandpa and Granny, my aunt, my mother's youngest sister, was still at home. She hadn't married. She was, oh, up there somewhere around 30. She finally made it, but she was an old maid, you see. Uh, you, pardon me, some of you folks. Uh, and, uh, and so, uh, so she, uh, she was superintendent of the junior department in her church. And I was nine. And so see, nine, 10, and 11, you're a junior. And so those three years, see, she had a car. She had to go right, exact, right in front of my church to get to hers. Had to go that way. That's the closest way to go. But she wouldn't let me ride unless I went to her church. So for those three years, I was in the junior department and I went to her church and I heard Dr. W. preach six times in that three years because she's Sunday school superintendent of the junior department and always stayed for church every Christmas and Easter. <laughs> so I heard Brother W., Dr. W., preach six times. So she asked him, do you remember my little nephew that used to come with us? Now see, I'm up 16 years old now. You remember him? Oh, yes, he remembered him. Well, she went on to tell him what all the doctors said and how that I had to die, and he wants to see a preacher. See, I'd ask people. I, I told about relatives. I ask other people that came to visit me, Christians. They tell you all kinds of things. Oh, my, 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 put the light out. Make you dead. One lady, you know, said, well, I had a nephew, you know, just like you, and he died. Real encouraged. Same shape you were in, he died. And I'd ask different ones who came, could I be healed? I mean, I mean, does faith work today? No, the Lord's not in the healing business anymore. Some of them said God sent that on me. Some of these people I asked said God sent that on me. They almost turned me against God. I knew I'd been born again. I knew I'm a child of God. But I said to the Lord, as I lay there in that bed, 15, 16 years of age, left alone in the nighttime when all the lights are out and everybody's in bed, left alone with my own thoughts. And you can think a lot. Here's some Christians tell me that you put this off. Did you cause me, a little innocent babe, to be born with a deformed heart, never run and play like other little children? Oh, God, if I die now, I'm going to die. I haven't never really lived. I haven't lived yet. I haven't lived yet. If you're that kind of God, you can think what you want to. That's your problem. I said to him, if you're that kind of God, I'd rather die and go to hell than to go where you are because you're mean. But you see, that's what Christians told me. I couldn't accept that. My heart said, though, my spirit said, though, you could be healed. So I'll get the preacher. Maybe the preacher knows more than the people. None of them came. My aunt said, Dr. W would come. I didn't much believe he would, but one day he came. I heard the sound of his voice. Now, I couldn't see. I mean, when he came by my bed, I could hear him. But all I could see was a shadow. I couldn't tell if a person was standing right by my bed, whether it's a man or a woman, a horse or a cow. Welcome to Rama for Today with Kenneth and Lynette Hagan. You can find more great materials by Kenneth E. Hagan, Pastor Hagan, and the rest of the Hagan family by visiting our online bookstore. Right now, I'd like to tell you about this month's special radio offer. This offer is the six-CD set from Kenneth E. Hagan entitled 
the ABCs of Bible Faith for the special radio price of $29. Call toll-free 1-888-FAITH-99. Again, call toll-free 1-888-FAITH-99. You can also order online at rhema.org. That's R-H-E-M-A dot O-R-G, rhema.org. Or if you prefer to write to Kenneth Hagen Ministries, our address is P.O. Box 50126, Tulsa, Oklahoma, 74150. We always love to hear from our listeners, so write in or email us today and become a part of Rama for Today. Right now, let's join Kenneth and Lynette Hagen. If you want to find out anything about us, you can go to rhema.org. You've got the Word of Faith magazine there that you can read, or you got daily devotions, there's articles, or you can request a hard copy of the yes. Word of Faith that will yes. be delivered to your house. You can watch on demand, Rhema Praise, our church services, conferences, and we have the Rhema USA app for iPad, iPhone, Android, Google Play, all of that. And we have live stream, YouTube, Rama USA, Rama.tv, Facebook Live. That's right. And We're our, everywhere. And our church services, <laughs> all of that is live stream Sunday morning, 10 a.m., Sunday evening at 6 p.m., and Wednesday evening at 7 p.m. And the conferences are streamed that are not paid conferences. If it's a paid conference, then it's not streamed. And also, our son Craig has a podcast and it is really taking off. It's a good podcast. People keep talking about, both of us have been on there. And it's like he and Tony McKinnon. It's informative and it is a lot of fun. That's right. And so go go to to Craig's podcast. You can find it on any of the things that carry podcasts. That's you can right. find it there, okay? Tomorrow on Rama for Today, we'll continue Kenneth E. Hagen's life-changing teaching. That's next time on Rama for Today with Kenneth and Lynette Hagen.